they put up something nicer and and safer with an air fence exactly all right uh joining us now is jared meese who grabbed his second x games gold in three attempts in wow. the six rider harley davidson flat track event and uh, it was in minneapolis of course this past weekend jared meese welcome back to the show how you doing congrats good guys thank you thank you how you guys doing good how was the supercross race this weekend <laughs> uh, it was it was it was good rough track uh no it was a little rough um on the back straight away but it wasn't too bad it wasn't nowhere near as rough as what uh, austin texas was the first year well to be honest with you i was at a wedding and uh i haven't had a chance to watch it yet um all i saw was stuff from diana dahlgren on her instagram because she's so beautiful and i love her but uh, <laughs> why is she not calling you back anymore? What's I, up with that? Uh, probably, like most women, she come to her senses and won't call me back because I've just blown her phone up too much. Okay, so but anyway, okay. Um, tell us about the race, Jared. Pretty, I still think it's cool. I know there's been a lot of man. You know the critics online, and and they're they just are they're so critical of of the track, and they say that it doesn't represent flat track well. But it's it's putting you guys on the main stage. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a double-edged sword. You know, one side of it is, is, you know, if somebody's watching X Games and has no clue what flat track racing is and they see flat track, yeah, it, you know, most of, mostly flat tracks half miles and mile racing and big speeds and we're sliding sideways and, you know, that's what symbolizes flat track for what we all know. Um, so, Riding around inside there on the on the big twins on such a small track, um, you know, could definitely maybe shy some people away in a way. But the, the good thing is for the sport of flat track is that we are getting in front of people that may not even know what it is, and you know, may jump online and check it, you know, American flat track out and see you know what it really resembles. So there isn't nothing bad with X Games. It's all really awesome to be on live television and and involved with uh, a lot of different athletes and, and things like that. So it's an honor to be there, and, and it's even a bigger honor to, you know, be able to score a gold medal. So, you know, for me, I'm, uh, I love it and, and want to continue to go back. Of course, yeah, we, we wish the track could be um, better or, we, or bigger, but the problem is is there's a lot of things that uh, people don't that need to recognize, like, you know, weather. You know, if, if it's outside like it's been in the past and we have rain and we can't physically race on it, we don't, we're done. We go home. We, don't, we, we can't put on an event. We can't put on a show. And as far as the sponsors and things like that, you know, they would be getting uh, not what they paid for. So um, that's, that's, you know, one of the biggest reasons why we went inside and, and yeah, of course, the track could be bigger, but uh, we got what we got. We try to put on the best show we can, and and with and it's different. It's X Games too. I mean, that's what you know. You don't see uh, a competition with big air week in and week out. You know what I mean? It's strictly X Games only, and and the same thing for the for the high jump. You know, that's not a that's not a uh, an event that happens every weekend. It's strictly just because X Games. And so, flat track. It's cool to go inside something small, something tight, six-man main event, the gate drop. It's all different from what we do every weekend. So, in my opinion, it's X Games. There's no points on the line. It's all for a gold medal and, and the publicity. So, uh, if you don't like it, you know, I guess move on. How do the folks... Rick, at- Rick Flair said that once. If you don't like it, learn to love it. 
Does that make any sense? What else did he say? <laughs> Woo! Yeah, he did. There it is. Um, what are your? How are how are you guys treated as athletes? They treat you pretty well. I think they treat um, the guy who finished dead last at X Games uh, flat track the same as the guy who won the gold on the uh, the high jump or the skateboard or the BMX. I mean, that's cool. You know, I feel, you know, everybody's invited into the athlete lounge and everybody gets the same exact goodie bag and has the same exact uh, opportunities as everybody. Yeah, of course, you know, if a guy on a BMX bike is nine-time gold medalist, of course, they make a big deal about it, but he he deserves and earned that right to be a big deal. So uh, <clears throat> I, I they do a great job. Um, as far as treating the athletes, they, they, they have a lounge set up for us to go in and you know, free food and drinks and little goodie bars and things like that all, all day, massages, whatever we want. Oh, yeah. Hang on, hang on now. <laughs> hang on every word. Uh, so what's in the goodie bags that they hand out? I know it's like the Academy Awards, the Emmys, uh, you know, uh, uh, motion pictures and television, but what's it like uh, in your bags? Do you guys get watches and jewelry and special eyewear? Mine's like got a bunch of $100 bills in it. Nice. Okay. <laughs> no, it's uh, a lot of like what uh, a lot of the sponsors that um, contribute to the event, you know, kind of give little knickknacks, so to speak. You know, I think there's, I don't know, I think there's a, like a wireless speaker kind of thing in mind, some skateboard stuff. Actually, to be honest with you, I haven't really dug into it too deep. <laughs> Lifeproof uh, phone case um, is a big, big supporter of the X Games. So I think there's some phone cases and some battery charges and things like that in That's there. Cool. Some cool stuff. Yeah. You know, there are people who actually get these big goodie bags. They take you in a room, and you get these big uh, bags, and they will take them out, put them in their car, in their trunk, and then later on you'll start seeing them show up on eBay, the whole bag. <laughs> and the bags can be worth eight, ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000. It's an amazing Really? Bullet. Yeah. They treat movie stars a whole lot different than they do our athletes, unless you go to the Super Bowl, and then you get luggage. I mean, it's amazing what they do for the Super Bowl. Hmm. Amazing. We're talking with uh, Jared Meese, and uh, he's our guest. Uh, coming up, we'll be talking a little bit about the state. Do you like going to state fairs? Do you like going to carnivals and things like that? I love racing at the fairs, don't you, Jared? Yeah, I actually grew up racing a lot of fair races and things like that uh, during the week and whatnot, so I'm pretty familiar with the, the fair races for sure. Hmm. You can go out and you can you can have a make make some money, right? And then you can spend some of it back on corn dogs and lemonade and 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 troll in the midway with Turkey all the legs. all the the, uh, the you know the local fair chicks that you know where that they have the cowboy hat with the with the roach clip and the pink feather from the back and you know what I'm talking about. Off, I mean, it's awesome. Cut off shorts. <laughs> Yeah. I love it. I guarantee you, Dad did not let her out of the house wearing that. <laughs> she stopped somewhere and changed her clothes. Hey, I want to uh, probably change the mood a little bit, but uh, Brad Baker, he, uh, we wanted to uh, know, what do you know about that? Is I know he's he had a pretty good get-off during the practice, right? So, is he... Uh, yeah, he, uh, he got off in the fourth and final practice. Uh, actually, he was pretty much right, right in front of me. Um when it all happened and yeah, yeah he's uh he needs a lot of thoughts and prayers right now he um he went down and and i believe broke some vertebrae in his back and um you know he's uh he's on the mend right now and we we really uh you know we need really need to pull together and 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 uh give some thoughts and prayers to brad and, and his family so 
he's uh, he's awake and alert, which is a good thing. Um, I have yet to talk to him. I spoke to uh, Brandon Bergen, who's his mechanic, mm-hmm. a little bit, but uh, kind of just keeping his face and. His mother's doing a good job at updating things on Facebook and whatnot. But, yeah, I've uh, seen it. His brother, yeah, I think Scotty's doing it too. Yeah, yeah, Scotty, Scotty's doing it too. So, yeah, we uh, we wish him, you know, the the best, and hope that uh, he's back racing with us soon. We um, the last notice or posting I saw that Scott said or or Scott put up uh, talked about a suffered fractured T six vertebrae. Prognosis is yet to be determined, but uh, anytime you deal with spinal cord injury of any type, um, and you you get a resort right away to start praying, man, because uh, that's a life uh, and a career ender uh, potentially, but also a life changer. So uh, yeah, got our fingers yeah, crossed. Like I, said, I don't know, um, I don't know the ins and outs of the prognosis yet or anything, but uh, from what I've gathered, um, he's in a good hospital, and uh, I believe he's. He's really good friends with uh, a doctor down in Texas that's worked on him before a little bit, and uh, I believe he specializes in some um, spinal cord stuff from from the little little I've heard. So, you know, I, I feel like um, you know he's going to get the, the the best treatment he can for what he needs. And like I said, we uh, we pray he's back with us. Wasn't it back in September of last year? He he suffered a broken jaw. Yeah, he was <clears throat> he was mountain biking, I guess. Yeah, and, uh, and then and went down and uh, broke his jaw or, or something. I you know I never really got the full story on that one, but he definitely broke his jaw. Oof. Well, we we wish him the best, Tony. Final from you. Well, I was just going to talk about uh, the, the upcoming races. Are you headed to the Buffalo Chip? Is that what's next? Yeah, that's what's next. We actually get this coming weekend off, which is uh, which is for me really awesome. I'm I'm looking forward to a, a weekend off, and then we uh, head out for the Buffalo Chip, which is on Sunday, and then we race uh, two days after that on Tuesday um, at Rapid City Black Hill Speedway. Oh yeah, and then uh, we have a weekend off, and then we come to good old Peoria. Peoria is uh, <laughs> the way you said it, though. Good old Peoria. Are you excited for Peoria? Yeah, I mean, I always, I'm excited about every race, right? So, I mean, I look forward to racing uh, the Indian Scout every chance I can. And um, I'm looking forward to Peoria. Of course, I've never won it, always wanted to win it. There's a guy that always seems to snag it every year, you know, or sometimes he doesn't snag it, he knocks it out of the park. So I will Um, say this, he did did bring a motorcycle that was pretty well, pretty much purposely built for that racetrack. And he's got every right to do that. That's you know, right. There's, there's nothing. There's nothing saying that he can't do that. Um, you know, the rule book's the rule book, and and he built something that was within the rule book, and he's uh, that's special just for him and what he likes. And that's you, you know, you really only see that motorcycle come out on the TT events, and there's a reason for that. So, uh, you know, we're gonna try a couple small little things with our Indian to see if we can you know, bridge that gap a little bit, but, um, you know, we'll go out there and give it a hundred percent. If we feel good, we'll, we'll contest for the win. And if not, we'll, uh, come back to race the next weekend. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I also think that if everybody was on the same motorcycle, Henry Wiles would still be right up there at the front or, you know what I mean? Oh man, there's no doubt. I mean, yeah, I would love to, uh, I'd love to see him, you know, I'd, I'd love to duel it out on Indians, Indian against Indian. <laughs> I would what, love it uh, too. The fans would love know, it. See, 
see what, uh, but I'm confident that the the Indian is will, will run right with uh, his his motocross Kawasaki, and um, <laughs> you know I'm uh, I feel like we we uh, have just as good a chance as he does there at that Peoria. So, what uh, What'd you think of um, um, Travis Pastrana jumping those uh, those Indians in Las Vegas? What'd you think of that? He made it look so easy, didn't he? Didn't he? I mean, four uh, inches of travel, another hundred pounds on top of you know whatever bike he'd be jumping. No, he had like thirteen inches of travel. No, 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 no. That's no, thirteen no, inches no. of travel on his dirt bike. Four inches of travel on these Indians. Are you sure? Yep. Jared, is he wrong? <clears throat> no, nah, I got a vouch for him. He's right. I mean, I I jump him a little tiny bit. Um, you know, when we have to, I couldn't imagine jumping jumping him as far and as long as he did but <laughs> i will say he did one hell of a job and and um you know that that motorcycle was basically how you, you know the competitors buy it right from uh indian i mean i think he changed wow. some bar it's a some pretty bar bike. risers and stuff yeah he, he changed some bar risers and and uh i think maybe some foot peg stuff just because he's you know tall and, and long but other than that uh, that bike was basically just how you buy it I was disappointed he didn't have the boner air style like uh, Evil Knievel did when he jumped. You know, like <laughs> I was disappointed he didn't do a backflip. Right. Oh. <laughs> I wonder if that's even. Are you in a big hurry, uh, Jared? I got kind of a surprise guest coming up after the break. Uh, you want to participate? It has something to do with oh, State I Fair. I love surprises. Yeah, okay. Let's go. It's like- not. It's not Diana Dahlgren. Nope, but you're going to like it, so stand by. We're going to take a quick time out, Jack. Uh, put Mr. Jared Meese on hold. We'll come back. You're listening to America's Motor Racing Talk Show. It is Pit Pass. Stay tuned. This is uh, number 44, Taylor Knapp, and you're listening to Pit Pass Radio. With no speed limits, no tickets, and no left turn. Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 